0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Neil Lennon is upbeat about Odson Edwards' chances of making Sunday's League Cup final. Rangers are waiting on a couple of players proving their fitness, including Borna Barisic and Motherwell are hit with a sickness bug ahead of the visit of Hearts. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, two men fighting fit, Jim Duffy and Hugh Evans. Only two sleeps to go <laughs> until you know what. Solid foods will be off the menu by now for the more excitable who support the Cup final teams, but these Sides have it in them to create a Hamden epic to be savoured. There are more talented individuals going to be on that park on Sunday than we've had for a decade, and they've both made this season with their exploits at home and abroad. It's a shame then that when you say may the best team win, it's regarded as a provocative statement. However, May the best team win It's a great blend <laughs> That we've got I think Jim Duffy Because he's the excitable one yeah. You're going to be The calm head mm-hmm. To keep him On the ground Between now and 8 o'clock But it is mm-hmm. a, a big weekend One of the biggest In the Scottish football calendar Because one of our Three major domestic trophies Is up for grabs Yeah but I love the enthusiasm That Hugh brings to that there Because it should be It should be uh, An exciting Enthusiastic uh, Optimistic time For Scottish football both uh, clubs, as, as, as Hugh just mentioned, there. I mean, uh, you know, doing tremendously well. Celtic already qualified in, with, with two games to sp- spare. Rangers have got the young boys game next week, which is going to be a fantastic occasion. Uh, but the cup final, yeah, I mean, it just brings that excitement, that drama. We just hope that after it, come uh, Monday, we're all talking about football. Who is the best team? You know, maybe where the breaks went, all these kind of things, and it's only football. And that's what we keep saying. Rivalry is absolutely wonderful, mm. as long as it's only football rivalry and nothing else. I mean, it's all set up, Hugh. The, the stories, the subplots, there are so many of them. You've got yeah. Celtic and their domestic dominance. Does it continue? You've got Rangers looking for what you've long described as a tangible sign of success. Yeah. Mixed in with all these injury doubts and rumours and concerns. It's all going to come to a head on Sunday. It's going to be fantastic. History is there to be expanded. Or rewritten It gets expanded If Celtic Go from nine Domestic trophies in a row To ten Domestic trophies in a row As Neil Lennon said Might never be done Again History Can also be rewritten If Stephen Gerrard Can end Nine Barren years For Rangers Without a major trophy It's a fantastic Backdrop To what could be A fantastic final I am deadly serious When I say These two Deserve immense credit They've made the season for all of us Home and abroad Domestic and European football And now they come together In the most meaningful cup final That they've had For many a day 0141-951-1025 That's the number you need to get in touch tonight So don't hang about Let's hear from you We'll take all your pre-match thoughts All your pre-match predictions Your hopes Your concerns Anything in between Share them with us on the phone Or on Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's start with a bit of a roll call Shall we see who's going to be Fit and available Mm -hmm. Odson Edward is The Biggest Talking point Mm -hmm. I would say From an injury perspective This week I think most would Agree with that Given his importance To Celtic He looks To have won his battle To be fit for Sunday's final He has missed the last three games With what was described As a niggle But Neil Lennon is Feeling confident With Odson in particular, it's a day by day thing, so we'll see how he's reacted to training tomorrow um, from today. And the rest of the guys are, you know, more or less got a full complement. 
Some of them have been out a bit longer than, than others, you know, the likes of Hudson's been just under two weeks and Johnny Hayes as well. Bolly's been a bit longer, Moy's been a bit longer, but uh, they're all in good condition. So we'll see what the reaction's been from training today, tomorrow. Of course it is, yeah. That's the same every player when coming back from an injury. So, and I think there's a very good chance he will start. Well, a very good chance yeah. he can start. That's the line, the most important one, save till the end. Hugh Keevans, do you do you take that at face value? Do you expect Odson Edward to play on Sunday? Likely to start is managerial code for dead cert to start. <laughs> Uh, and that has to be good news for Neil Lennon and uh, the Celtic supporters Because it's a very simple equation Is your team improved by having your £9 million centre-forward play? Or is your team detracted from by not having your £9 million striker able to play? If Edward plays, it's good news for Celtic Yeah, I mean, I think he's uh, the, the big difference I think, um, you know the teams are, are, are very evenly matched in a lot of areas. Uh, and, can, you know, obviously up, up front, Rangers have got Morelos, who's just been sensational. But I think that, uh, you know, disrespect, I said, I've liked Lewis Morgan in a couple of games I've seen him playing, but he's not Odds and Edward. No. And that's the difference. And I think if you get him on the pitch, maybe Elanoussi as well, because Elanoussi allows James Forrest to go back to the right, allows Ryan Christie to play off Edward, and that's Celtic's strongest team. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. McGregor and Brown is the is two centre midfield players. Forrest on one side, Elanoussi, Christie and Edward. And if Celtic have that group of players, they get into the match. For me, slight favourites. Um, I don't expect fullbacks to get the same headlines as strikers. It's mm. always been that way, Jim mm. Duffy, you'll know that. Uh, but Johnny Hayes, Mohamed Elianoussi, Ball and Golly. Mm. Um, so particularly Hayes and Ball and Golly mm. Are down as being fit and available But they have been out for a while But at least they're there Because if they weren't Then Celtic had a real problem Yeah well he's got a dilemma With both full back positions Because does he play Frimpong Or does he put Bauer in Who he gave a run out to yeah. against Hamilton uh, Frimpong has been very very good But he is very young and he's, you know, he's going to be asked different questions from from Ryan Kent, and also in a cup final. So that that's uh, if both fullback positions, I think, will be the big the decisions that Neil Lennon's got. I think the rest of the team picks itself: centre backs, goalkeeper. But the fullbacks, I think, if with Ball and Golly been out a little bit longer, I'd be probably more likely to be going with Johnny Hayes. Wow. Okay. But Greg Taylor's come in the last couple of games again and not put a foot wrong. But I, I don't died for this one, isn't he? So that's the problem. He, he, he does. He does like Johnny Hayes or so. Yeah. I, I, because he mentioned there the ball and Mullingo has been a bit longer. That that to me would suggest again that maybe Hayes will get an odd. Right. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Twitter is at Clyde SSB. We've heard from Neil Lennon. We're going to get an injury update from Stephen Gerrard very soon as well because it's not all plain sailing for Rangers in that department. But let's kick things off on the phones with Jerry from Kilwinning. Hi, Jerry. Gordon, good evening, how are you doing? Good, thanks Jerry. how are you? A couple of days out, is it confident, is it nerves? Are you expecting a roller coaster of emotions in the next couple of days? No, not really, if you'd asked me 10 years ago, then yes I remember as a, a young teenager, Eden McGeady scoring a, a last minute penalty uh, in the League Cup final and, and that was an early game because it was a very even contest um, This Sunday is going to be totally different I think if you're an objective fan looking at it, Celtic players are far superior to the Rangers players Man for man, Celtic have got a better team, that's just a fact. But my main point is this, I kind of want to take Shuey task a little bit about something that's been bothering me for a wee bit, so um, Hugh, are you ready for a rant? 
Yeah, on you go. Okay, right. You'll get, you'll get one back. Okay, I've got a lot of respect for you. I really do. I've admired you and liked listening to you for years, so that's the good part out of the way. There's first. a butt coming. Yeah. There is. It's all this talk about, you know, for the first time in many years, Celtic have a genuine title challenge. For the first time in years, we now have a contest between two equal teams. Hugh, do you recall what you were saying this time last year? Do you remember when Kilmarnock were top of the league for a couple of weeks? Do you remember when Rangers actually beat Celtic at Ibrox? As I seem to recall, every pundit on his dog on this show and in the media talking about how there's a genuine title challenge now, how there's a genuine contest, and Rangers went out and signed Stephen Davis and Jermaine Defoe, and they were now prepared for a title challenge in the next season ahead, the next year ahead, sorry. But what happened was, when we came back from the winter break, it was Rangers who blew it. But uh-huh. he did say there was a genuine title challenge, so yep. why is it all of a sudden, this year, oh no, this year is now the genuine title challenge, whereas, you know, you were saying this last year as well. Well, you know, each season is a fresh sheet of paper. Uh, at the time where, When Rangers blew it At Kilmarnock And never recovered uh, Then of course Yeah uh, the, the, the title challenge Evaporated Over a period of time You start the, the, the new season With better players At Rangers And the manager The better for His first season In management And We're dealing in Fine margins here because at 2-2 at Pataudry And 1-1 at Celtic Park Then you cannot get it much tighter than that Scott Brown then becomes Captain Marvel And everything's okay again But they are close And this is a close cup final I'm not denying that I'm not denying that they're close But I'm taking it task on the fact that you're saying that You know, Craig, this thing Craig you said a couple of weeks ago Saying, well, can Celtic handle a title challenge? Can they handle the pressure? They proved it last year they can it yeah. proved it when Brendan Rodgers left. You know, there was a lot of games where we didn't play well. Dundee, a last-minute winner. Hearts, a last-minute winner. Even the game at Rangers, when Rangers were out of 10 men, admittedly, they played better for us for a period of time. Uh-huh. But Celtic came through and won the games. Yep. So how, how is that not a title challenge compared to now? We've proved we can handle the pressure. We've proved we've got the bottle for it. Rangers haven't, and that's my main point. Rangers need to show up on Sunday. I don't think they will. Not a chance. They uh-huh. do not have not proved that they're winners. I am not uh, doubting Celtic's mentality you, you must have A fantastic mentality A terrific attitude To have won nine domestic trophies in a row And be going for your tenth All I'm saying is You cannot be utterly dismissive Of Rangers on Sunday And you cannot be utterly dismissive Of Rangers When there are over 20 league games Left to be played They may Further down the line They may lose at Celtic Park On the 29th of December And they may theoretically Be five points behind Celtic And at that point You're wondering if It's going to go the way of last season But at the moment Jerry You have to be fair You can't be utterly dismissive of Rangers You've got to go on what we've seen at the moment Jim In in your own opinion Just your opinion How much better equipped are Rangers To try and take silverware this season Than they were last season? I think they are better equipped because they went through the process last year of bitter disappointment. You know, as, as Jerry mentioned there, you know, they, they fell away quite significantly um, after the winter break. So that experience should, they should be better for that mentally. They should be mentally tougher. Obviously, Stephen Jerry walking out and strengthened the team in certain areas, which he felt he needed to do. Um, again, as I said, all of those players have that 
um, you know, experience of going going to places like Petrodi. They had to do on Wednesday. I like going to Ten Castle. He's going. So it's you know, and Stephen Gerrard as well as should should be a more um, knowledgeable manager for that for that experience of last season. But they still have to cross it cross the finishing line. They still have to pick up silver. Where there's no doubt about that. But when you get asked whether it's you, myself, anybody in the studio or anybody comes on, you normally get asked. At the start of the season, or sometimes halfway through, so you, you make a call then. Yeah, and, you know, if if we all had to make a call when when it was done and dusted, it's easy. We, we don't. We have to make a call when everybody's fit. Start the season before the ball's been kicked. How do we, how are they going to perform in Europe? How's the league going to go, etc. So listen, it's just an opinion at that time um, that we all give. Uh, but you ask us all, who do you think will win the league? Who do you think will be relegated? Who do you think will be in Europe? All these, and therefore we just give an opinion. Uh, last year or something that I said to me on the winter break how do you think it's going to go I said oh go right to the wire yeah. oh go right to the wire because Rangers had beaten Celtic comprehensively at Ibrox so but it didn't work out that way Jerry, I don't mind starting off with a rant at Hugh Keevans that's what he's here for <laughs> Rangers fans let's hear from you Stephen Gerrard says all his players will be given until the last minute to prove their fitness for the final Borna Barisic missed Wednesday's draw at Aberdeen with a foot problem uh, Gerrard says they can't be carrying any passengers on Sunday He's done a light session today he done three quarters of that we're, we're very hopeful but you know, with respect we've still got to do one more full session tomorrow so Borna and a few more who, who, who were carrying knocks from, from Wednesday night um, we'll give them all uh, as late as possible and give them the best chance to make themselves available I think that's important that you know they say to us yes I'm 100% fit and I'm ready because you know it's going to be a tough challenge on Sunday against a good team I think he needs to be ready to do himself uh, justice and, and, and find his best level and um, you know I think that's he's got to think about the supporters and the club and the team rather than make a decision on ego and, and, and it to be about any individual it needs to be Yes, I'm ready to deliver for the team and the supporters. That's the key to it. This is where Wednesday night could play a part, Jim Duffy, because Borna Barisic is different. He didn't feature on Wednesday night, but there are others, unnamed by Stephen Gerrard, who he says got slight knocks on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. and we're just going to need to wait and see how they are. Yeah, it was a competitive fixture. I mean, Stephen Gerrard said before the game he was happy that it was going to be that type of game because they knew his players couldn't. You know, afford to 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 kind of be uh, distracted um, to the cup, and that was absolutely correct. The way the game went, maybe we went two nothing up. They thought, oh wait a minute, now we can try and just see this game out, and unfortunately, it didn't work that way. But listen, bumps and bruises are part of, are, are part of football. You know, if you've got a couple of knocks and it's just a little bit painful, you're not going to miss a cup final for it. You know, it's different if you've got a ligament injury or a strain. That's different. But any any for me. Any bumps and bruises, I, I think I'll be amazed if there's too many of those players. But Barisic, I think, is an important player because he does suit the way Rangers like to play. And, um, you know, again, John Fanning goes in and does a steady job. But I think Barisic is definitely the number one left back. Uh, let's speak to Tommy, who's a Rangers fan on the line. How are you feeling, Tommy, with a couple of days to go? I'm looking forward to it. Good evening, lads, first of all. Hello, Hi, Tommy. Good evening. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I was just saying to lad earlier, you know, some Rangers fans ready to throw themselves off bridges after Wednesday night and what have you, but then we need to take a reality check where we were away at the team sitting in third position. We played them off the park for 40 minutes. We've then been denied a stonewall penalty, of which the referee apologises later for. Celtic, I'm led to believe, commit two fouls for the winning goal and the lead up to the winning goal. Never seen it. Only going with what's been, been on Twitter, whether it's true or not. But anyway... If the, if the shoe had been on the other foot, 
we wouldn't have heard the end of that for the next 10 years. You know, they stop the mind, carry on that they have a daily on Twitter. You know, anything that goes against Celtic, it's, oh, it's to stop the mind. Everybody's against them. We, we've slowly but surely started to catch up. We might not be there 100% yet, but we'll get them a game on Sunday. And the guy that was on just before me, he's just your typical Celtic fan, who've we've got a far superior team. Rubbish. If they were far superior... They would be their usual, like they were in front of you three and four years, years ago, 20 points ahead at Christmas. These have been right up their backside. We played well this season. We played really well in Europe. We put on a performance on Sunday. We've got every chance of winning that cup as much as they have. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, but incidentally, I would not take Twitter's opinion for anything uh, with regard to uh, the legitimacy of Celtic's goal. It looked all right to me. Well, Brian Rice didn't think so. Uh, but, well... He's a Hamilton manager Therefore uh, He's got a vested interest I, Have you seen it? I, I don't think it's a, a foul uh, But In any case uh, Tommy Makes a perfectly valid point That Rangers are better And The Celtic supporters I think Have spent years Of utter domination of Rangers And They cannot Come to Accept That the challenge Might be legitimate whether it's on Sunday or whether it's the league. That's where Stephen Gerrard comes in. And I think, Tommy, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I think there's a greater pressure on Stephen Gerrard than there is on Neil Lennon. Because if Neil Lennon fails to get it to 10 domestic trophies, it's not the end of the world. But oh, sure, you're kidding, sure, you're kidding yourself on. You listen to the Celtic fans. I yeah, but, to Celtic but I'm not... I'm on not, another radio station a couple of weeks ago, yeah, but he was I, telling me he would rather win the league and get 10... Than win the Champions League Yeah but I'm talking about 10 domestic trophies Not 10 league titles in a row I'm talking about 10 in a row In terms of domestic trophies If Neil Lennon doesn't win on Sunday It'll be a massive disappointment to the Celtic fans But not A a crushing blow But Rangers have waited This length of time Steven Gerrard has watched Celtic win Three trophies on his watch As Rangers manager he doesn't want. He doesn't want them to lose a fourth trophy. No, I would agree with that, Hugh. But I think Stephen Gerrard's felt pressure all his days. Three 0 down to AC Milan in a European Cup final twelve years ago. Or so, yeah, proved when he came out in the second half what he was about. The lad, he can handle pressure. He's done a terrific job for Rangers. We've got players at Ibrox there that probably wouldn't be there if, if Stephen Gerrard wasn't the manager. Sure. Tommy, so, I mean, the thing is, it's not Stephen Gerrard and the pressure that, that has to deal with. It's the players. The players have to deal with the expectations of winning a trophy. You know, getting that winning mentality. And I think that they still have to prove that. And I think that the only time that you're talking about the kind of, if you want to call it, the overconfidence of Celtic fans can any way be challenged will come round about the end of March, April, if it's still the same or a couple of points in it. Because that's when it is a proper challenge. Because last year, as we mentioned, it looked as if it was going to happen and it didn't. And therefore, and that's the reason why Celtic fans become that, if you want to call it, not say complacent, but you know, you know, confident, super confidence because Rangers still have it to prove. I think Rangers are a better team. I think in Morelis, they've got an outstanding um, striker. Um, I think uh, Kent still got to get a wee bit more consistent for me, still got to produce it. I watched the game against Aberdeen during the week there, and too many times he was too deep, no influence in the final third. And I think that when he's up for it and really focused, 
He's, 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 he can be a real threat But he's got to do it In these type of games Tommy thank you very much For the call Stay in touch over the weekend Let us know how you think it goes On Sunday Let me tell you about this though Very important Clyde One's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas In partnership with Wholesale Domestic Bathrooms Hillington Caring about children In Glasgow and the West The road to Wembley If you've not heard about it Listen up What a weekend we've got in store for you And it's the chance for you to make a real difference To children in Glasgow and the West At the same time There's a VIP experience to the FA Cup final at Wembley In May next year Up for grabs And all you have to do Is text the word FINAL To 84901 That's FINAL To 84901 What are you winning? Well you kickstart your day with a champagne breakfast At 29 in Glasgow You're then flown to London You and a friend You'll have two nights accommodation In a five star hotel in London's West End Two tickets to the FA Cup final at Wembley on the Saturday And then two return flights to Glasgow on the Sunday I can see your eyes lighting oh, up At the thought you keep I'm not sure I'd make it from 29 to the air <laughs> Neither did I But luckily, hopefully the winner will Now for your chance to win All you have to do, like I said Is text FINAL to 84901 Before quarter to six on Saturday That's when the lines close The text costs your standard network rate Plus a voluntary £5 donation to Cash for Kids Every single penny of it Goes to Cash for Kids To help support Disadvantaged children Right here On our doorstep The full T's and C's And uh, are at Clyde1.com We're going to pick the winner Tomorrow And we'll do our Annual sports auction As well with your chance To bid on some money Can't buy prizes So get involved In the road to Wembley And as always A big thank you To James Mortimer For his kindness In putting up that prize Wish you all the best Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, building up to that huge cup final on Sunday at Hamden between Rangers and Celtic. We are on Twitter as well as the phones, remember, at Clyde SSB. If you want to get in touch Reagan says Regardless of what happens on Sunday The way Neil Lennon has taken the job from Rodgers Can't be underestimated I feel it will be close But if both clubs play their strongest possible team Celtic will win And uh, Fernando is on Who is a Rangers fan But he says If Gerard says no passengers Then Ojo's definitely not starting And he's got to be laughing and wink face <laughs> uh, Emoji But I do like this period Jim As you build up mm-hmm. to such a big game Because there are so many Possibilities Yes of course There are guys Who are nailed on to play But there are a couple Of other positions Very much up for debate We don't know The injury situation And then even with A couple of hours to go You'll get The rumour mill start And then eventually The team sheet comes out And you can really Narrow in on your prediction Yeah I would probably think As said The Celtic one Be a little bit As I say If they're all fit It would be a wee bit easier To call I think Rangers Have always got one or two There's always that You know Right side You know Of the forward line You know I think it'd be Kent Morellis And then it's the other side and then whether Barisic is fit And the midfield You would think it'd be, be, be Davis, Jack and Kamara But Aribo could come in there um, And But it's the centre-backs I mean the centre-backs have been Golson and But Golson has looked a wee bit fragile at times mm. And it'd be a massive call If he brought Katic in but it Do you think it would be unlikely Because it's yeah, You know If yeah. you're going to make that change At any time Do you do it in, Into a cup final It is unlikely But again If he's You know Again Stephen Jersey One or two players Have got knocks And you know uh, You know If he's one of them Then you know I don't think he would I don't think he would risk it um, And a lot of Rangers fans Have been thinking Well We would prefer Katic in You know Alongside um, Holander So uh, that, that to me there's, there's, there's one or two Wee questions Just in the team I, th- I still think that Nine of them are, are, are nailed on, and there'll be a couple. And Celtic for me is really the two fullback positions, and that depends on fitness. Mm. 
that just depends on fitness and, and the left hand side and the right hand side it's whether it goes with the youth of front pong and the energy or whether it goes with a little bit more experience in Bower uh, I still think you might give from Paul Nod. Just out of curiosity, who would you pick in that right hand side for Rangers that you mentioned? Is it Arfield? Is it Ojo? Someone else? It's, it's a very difficult one. I, I, I think I would probably go at this moment in time, even though uh, who was who was the boy that was um, um, writing in there? Oh, I, I, does he like does he like Ojo? I would probably go Ojo. Simply because I think he gives them the balance um, on the right hand side. I know he's left footy, but that's the way mm-hmm. um, Steven Gerrard likes to do it, coming in and allowing uh, Tavernier to go. So I would probably go Ojo, but uh, it would be a big call, and I'm, as I <laughs> couldn't be 100% sure. Uh, let's hear a bit more from Steven Gerrard. Jack is on the line, ready to give us his thoughts. Uh, eight years, of course, since Rangers won that major trophy, and the manager believes they're now at a level to have a real chance of ending Celtic's domestic domination. I'm sure if, if we manage to do it, it'd be um, a huge lift for, most importantly, the supporters and, and the club. Um, but we'd certainly benefit from that as a group. You know, we've we've been together for 18, 19 months now, and um, we we've definitely progressed. We've become better. Uh, we're now competitive. We've shown on the European stage against high-level opposition that we can compete and win. Um, Domestically, I think there's more respect for for, for Rangers now, um, and Sunday gives us another chance to go and grab something um, that's important. And I'm sure there'll be benefits from doing that. Jack is a Rangers fan on the line. Jack, how do you see it going? Uh, good evening, panel. It's a great pleasure to talk to you all. Thank you. Well, I was confident until, until Jim um, went with Ojo. <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jim. Yeah. Arfield all day long because I like. I think Jim always talks a lot of sense. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, he's got, he's got me with you. So, no, the reason I called in, actually, um, I listen to the programme every week. I'm in, I'm in Nottingham. Um, and and I, I listened this week with great, with great interest. And I recorded how many Celtic fans phoned in. And actually, were saying, you know, uh, I watched the Rangers game the other night. I was like, really? I've never watched the Celtic game. I wouldn't watch Celtic from my back garden, to be fair. But, you know, and I just thought, they really, really know that it can't continue. It must change. It may change in Sunday. It may change in May or whenever it is. But the first caller just got me to call because I just thought, he's just totally, you know, you have to be objective. Rangers have made a great deal of improvement. You know, we were one goal off last Sunday. Um, we're neck and neck. It's still neck and neck. If you said to me, give up points on Wednesday to win the Cup, I said, yeah, I'll take that because, you know, you can always catch back in the league. So I think... I think Celtic fans are very, very uncomfortable. They know it's going to happen, whether it happens on Sunday or the Scottish Cup final or the end of the season or next season. It's going to happen. And as for Stephen Gerrard, if Stephen doesn't do it this year, he will be there next year because, you know, as somebody who runs businesses, you don't change that kind of thing um, with give you one year to make a change because if they don't win nine, you know, uh, if we don't stop them doing nine, then we have to stop them doing ten. You've got to keep the same team to do that, and ter- certainly in terms of management. So I think it's just a fascinating thing. I recorded six people this week, Celtic fans talking, phoning in to talk about Rangers. I find it fascinating, Jack, that you record people. <laughs> uh, but oh, I'm not kidding you, but I'm in, my, I'm in my wee gym every night at six o'clock, you know, and I don't record it, but I just take notes, you know, God, that was two guys on tonight. Well, first there was of all, one guy actually watched two matches. I'm yeah, like, that's well, amazing. First of all, uh, Celtic supporters on Wednesday night would have watched Rangers at Pataudry in the hope that Aberdeen beat Rangers. 
point number one And they didn't bother about Celtic playing Hamilton Ackies Because they in their wildest dreams Didn't think it would be 1-1 with 90 minutes played And they would need hauled out of it by their captain Sometimes if games are on the telly you just watch them yeah, Sometimes there's a bit of an yeah, innocent uh, explanation no, to no, 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 no You're a well brought up boy from Lannister <laughs> uh, Jim's from Maryhill and I'm from Partick Celtic supporters watch Aberdeen Rangers in the fervent hope that Aberdeen beat Rangers No I get that but I'm saying this idea that you're not allowed to watch your rivals is no, I know uh, some yeah, people do sure. that but. Yeah I mean Jack says he would never watch a Celtic game That's Jack's prerogative If he doesn't want to watch Celtic Fine uh, I, mean, I find it quite astonishing actually Because you know I've lived uh, I've not lived in Glasgow for a while But uh, you know when I, when I grew up there You know You just wouldn't contemplate that And it's just I think it's fascinating that guys are doing that Because I still today couldn't do that I've got no interest you know, um, but I, th- I guess it's, I guess it shows it's mellowing and it's working itself out. But I just think on Sunday, you know, whatever happens on Sunday, it's not a season-defining moment. There's a long way to go. There's another cup to play for. We've got a European match on Thursday, which is cri- not critical but very important. Frankly, I'm, I've never been that bothered with Europe since since Stephen arrived. I'm quite happy to concentrate in the league. But you know, I just astonished at how many people are phoning in to talk about Rangers. With, the, with regard, fans. Jack, with regard to uh, our little. Part of the world here uh, The Celtic supporters have uh, Enjoyed With regard to Rangers Complete and utter domination For eight years And they can't get out the habit now They can't get out the habit of mocking Rangers Therefore they are not giving Rangers uh, Their just desserts Going into this cup final You don't, yeah. you don't speak for everyone though When you say that surely It sounds a bit general Um uh, no, there will, you, there will be Celtic no, fans out there who course. acknowledge that it's going to be close at the weekend, but, but, or, or think it's going to be close yeah, at the weekend. But the majority, mm-hmm. the majority, believe that it would be a miracle if Rangers won. Well, it wouldn't be a miracle if Rangers won. It, it, it's not going out in a limb to say that Rangers have a chance on Sunday, uh, given the players they have, given that they are better. It's just our way of looking at things in this part the, of the world. The thing is, it's a sport. And in, in any given day, you can have an off day. And, and people yeah. tend to forget. It doesn't matter who you are. You can be the very top team and you have an off day. But if you've got two teams, you're not that much between them. And, and one has, a, even even if you drop 20%, that can be enough um, to lose the match, even less than that. You can have a controversial decision. You can have a, a, a big decision that, you know, someone, you know, a goalkeeper coming out and running over the top and getting a red card. There could be a number of things, a lot of variables. But in terms of Jack saying about Europe, the thing about Europe does, it brings in much needed revenue. If Rangers qualify, beat young young boys, it's going to bring in probably a minimum three, four million pounds. That's a huge amount of money because Dave King has already stated, you know... And then the profile the for yeah. for attracting players, is, there's a big picture, isn't yeah, Of course there? there is. Again, it helps everybody, you know, the conference, get you, you're looking forward to a European challenge after the, 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 the Christmas, not just the domestic... Uh, so for me That is very important I think it's a massive week um, For Steven Gerrard And yeah. Rangers The cup final And then Europe on Thursday uh, After On the back of dropping Two points up at Pataudry I think it's a huge week ahead Jack Rangers fan in Nottingham We thank you very much For your call Hope the workout's going well If you're in the gym tonight Let's speak to Gary who's in Blantyre Hi Gary Hi lads How are you? Not too bad yeah. Gary How are you? What's on your mind? Um, well I said I was fun to talk about Um couple of callers ago but um, the guy that was talking about the pressure that Gerard etc on the Istanbul um, but can I just kind of re- react to Jack there that just spoke sure. about the Celtic fans 
um, kind of watching Rangers, and he would never watch Celtic, blah, blah, blah. Um, the reason I watched Rangers the other night, and the reason I watched it is because I fancied they would drop points. Now, if Rangers went 4 or 5 nil up in the first half, or early in the second half, I would have turned off. But I'm glad I watched it, because I've seen how inept they are uh, when people put pressure on them, when teams put pressure on them. Uh, Jack, go back to your kind of we're obsessed brigade and kind of grow up. Yeah, we've always watched each other's results or games if they're on the telly. So, um, uh, and we're not worried about you at all for for, for Sunday. Where uh, are back you? Back to my point. Yeah, on you go, Gary. Can I? Yep. Um, sorry, so the guy a couple of calls talking about um, how Stephen Gerrard reacted to pressure and this time cool. Um, he also reacted to pressure I think the final league, the final group match that season against Olympiacos scored the last minute goal they, they qualified him for the knockout stages he scored a good goal against West Ham in the FA Cup final yep so Gerard's great at dealing with pressure but Gerard in the park on Sunday Gerard also came out after the game on Wednesday and questioned his side's um, ability to handle pressure that was his words they couldn't handle the pressure now if Rangers can't handle pressure in November, so December, early December, then that doesn't hold out much hope for them going forward and um, kind of deeper into the season. But you cannot you cannot dismiss their chances on Sunday because they had a a bad second half against Aberdeen. You know, the, surely they're they are entitled to more respect than that. I never said that, you. I never I never questioned I never mentioned Sunday's game. I still I think she was winning Sunday. Uh, by a couple of goals but clearly there's a better chance he beating Celtic at hand in this year on Sunday than they did a couple of years ago in the semi-final perhaps when they could beat 4 or 5-0 right, so they've, they've got a fighter's chance but I still fancy Celtic to win quite comfortably See it's all about fine margins for me uh, Gary you know you're talking about Rangers and, and and I respect you for coming on to say that you watched the game because you thought Rangers would drop points that is the motivation for Celtic supporters who watched that game on Wednesday night they didn't watch it for uh, a, a chance to appreciate the aesthetics of yeah, but, but also I, I don't know why we're getting bogged down this some people do some people like football they watch their own team they watch their rivals they watch other teams they watch teams that don't mean anything to them I, I, why does it have to be so because Celtic and Rangers fan God you're not a Celtic no, or Rangers no, but, fan no, but, no, that, but, no, but hold on a second though, 90, some, 90 some. odd percent of Celtic or Rangers fans would only watch their opposition their great rivals to see if they lose well, no, they're they don't what, watch they're, it from a football spectacle they're hoping they're going to lose obviously but d- does it have to be that I'm only going to watch this if they lose yes yeah. yes okay. yeah, well, you're, you're talking to <laughs> two yeah. born and bred Glaswegian here Glaswegian here in an era where no, I, I mean, listen, we'll put it out there. Any callers that phone up and say, listen, they want to, they watch their rivals to appreciate just a game of oh, football. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Though. Ian Mackay's only says, I'm a Celtic fan and I've always watched every Celtic and Rangers game. I always will. I'm just mm-hmm. saying maybe, just maybe, you two don't speak on behalf of every single we fan don't, out there. We've never said everybody. It's possible. We've never said everybody. But I am telling you, we are... <laughs> the majority. ...an easy to understand cynical lot <laughs> in this city. They watch because they hope that points are dropped. What about that comment that Gary mentioned? Because I thought it was interesting yeah. whatever way you look at it, Jim, on Wednesday night. Stephen Gerrard was very forthright, and he often is. Mm-hmm. He said on television after the game, we didn't handle the pressure. 
on Wednesday night. Yeah, he spoke about lack of leadership. He expected the leaders on his team uh, and his team to take you know to manage the game better. And uh, again, listen, that's uh, that's you know his uh, opinion on on that particular situation. I don't really think it has much um, influence or will have much influence on Sunday. The only no. time it may it may have is if Rangers are say a goal up and there's whatever twenty minutes to go. Can they be calm enough? Can they have control enough of the game? And I don't just mean technically; I meant mentally. Yeah. Can, to, to see the game through, because that's the question that was asked of them up at Petardry. You know, if they've learned from it, then fair enough. But they have to get themselves in that position again, which is to get in mm-hmm. front before you can actually see whether that education has been a positive lesson or not. Gary and Blantyre, we thank you very much for the call. We just heard again from Stephen Gerrard. We'll hear once more from Neil Lennon after the travel with Michael. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy's here. Hugh Keevens is alongside him. It's one of the biggest weekends in the Scottish football calendar because the first piece of silverware is up for grabs. The League Cup will be decided at Hamden on Sunday. It'll either be Rangers or it'll be Celtic. And it should be a fascinating build up and game itself. So keep the calls coming. Give us all your predictions. Uh, maybe we can get a bit specific with the, the lineups now. We've had the Final injury update From both managers Still a bit of guesswork To be done of course But we think we know Who's fit and who's not So give us your final Predictions Or who you would like To see play the game Uh, Jude is on Twitter And I love this Because it's one thing Picking who you think Is going to win the game Uh But Jude's actually got The the story of it all figured out For Sunday Rangers will score first Uh Here comes the plot twist They'll then get too confident Switch off And Celtic will come back With a comfortable win uh, Says Jude Tommy Gallagher is happy To accept Rangers are better But aren't we also Have we not at this stage Of the season Performed better In both The SPFL and Europe And one at Ibrooks? Come on lads Let's be fair In assessing both squads Yeah I, I could not dispute That uh, Celtic uh, Have been A credit to themselves Europe has been Sensational for Neil Lennon However As Jim Duffy mentioned Earlier on This is a game Where Sometimes You have a bad day Livingston Beat Celtic This season And Livingston Before And after that result Have been shocking Well Neil Lennon agrees With the, the sentiments Of the tweeter uh, He believes it will take a lot For Rangers to stop His Celtic side on Sunday if we win it, then it ticks another box for for my career, which would be nice. But um, my whole focus is on the team, the players, you know, and you know, putting on a performance to, to get over the line. It's always good to uh, win trophies, and if it's against your main rivals, then all the better. But uh, whether we win or lose, I'm not too sure how big an effect it will have on the the league run between now and the end of the year. And obviously, we've got to play them again. You know, last game before we we break up. You know, there's a relentlessness about them. They refuse to lose. They don't know when they're beaten. Um, so it's going to take a big performance someday, hopefully not Sunday, to end this run of of trophies. Celtic do go into this in a a very good place, Jim Duffy. Yeah. Of course, they went at their best midweek mm-hmm. and they, they got the late winner against Hamilton but 11 consecutive wins going into a cup final <laughs> you're not really going to ask for much more are you? Well, you can't ask for any more of that it's, it's, it's uh, extraordinary and um, you know people always say you know oh well but they should have you know, the biggest budget and the, the best players and so on and so on but you see it's very very difficult to have that run of consistency and even during the week when Neil Lennon alluded to the fact that they may well have had one eye on the cup final they still managed And they do it time and time again I mean many times Have you seen Celtic thinking 
Oh, it's late in the game. You yeah. always fancy me score goals and score score the winner. So you know they have that that. I think that's something that Neil Lennon has instilled from his mentality. That kind of winning mentality, and that's a skill in itself. That's a talent to have that ingrained in you. And I think Celtic have got that in the um, last final in which mm, they played, Jim. Mm. Celtic against Hearts Scottish mm-hmm. Cup final yeah. They had a mediocre first hour yeah. And an extraordinary mm-hmm. last half hour And that decided the cup in Celtic's favour So that's mm-hmm. what they are capable of Let's speak to William and Cumbernauld Hi William yeah, Hi, how you doing? Not how too doing, bad, William. Thank, Thank you. you I've had some What I did I just up about um, Was just to get a, 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 An honest opinion of the school. I know everybody's banging on about it Or Rangers will be Celtic will be Forever, but touching on Europe, I mean, the same, fair enough, Celtic done well in the qualifying, congratulations to them, but Lazio weren't any big team. They, you, couldn't, you couldn't compare them to your Inter Milan, your Juventus, or anything like that, and that's not to take anything away from Celtic, but domestically, you probably hear this as well, but I don't see how Celtic couldn't have won everything they've won. Because we basically get sent died. We get sent back to non existence. So who was there to challenge Celtic? Celtic already had the bag of money. They already had the players. You wouldn't expect any less than to win everything. Mm. Well, first of all, William. just on, on the Lazio point, I mean, technically at the moment you're right because Inter are top of Serie A and, and Juventus second. Lazio, though, they're still third in Serie A. Yeah. They're six points behind well, Juventus. So it's. You know, miles we off, we are it? now in the weekend of the cup final And therefore it is an obligation On the part of both sets of fans <laughs> To uh, try and detract from the other lot Now it's not possible to say uh, Lazio or not Whoever uh, Lazio were beaten home and away by Celtic Celtic deserve 100% credit for that At the same time William at the I same- totally agree with you Totally agree with you, but at the same time, I, st- I still feel a team from the Championship in England could beat Lazio. Well, no, 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 you cannot, you you cannot totally, you you cannot third in Serie A, William. It's not yeah. bad, is it? You you cannot say that you totally agree with me and then disagree with me. In the next sentence. Uh, however, I've been trying to say that this is a, a for me uh, a terrific. Contest and the making at Hamden on Sunday Unfortunately As I said at the very start of the programme If you say may the best team win In this city that's regarded as The cause of an argument And neither set of fans will give the other Team any credit Whatsoever Both have made this season Very enjoyable There's only Celtic and Rangers The rest are From another postcode at least give them some credit Try and find it We've had all manner of conversation here tonight About a, a Rangers fan saying he's been recording Celtic fans And he would never watch a Celtic game on television And now William has tried to tell us that Lazio Are basically mediocre And the team from the English Championship would beat them You know, it's childish yeah, See the thing for me See if you took the first and second In any other league in, major league in Europe and say they're going to be contesting for the title and for the first domestic trophy. People will be salivating about it. And we we want to kind of rubbish each other, you know. Yeah. Rather rather than that, uh, actually, when Hugh started the program, have that excitement and optimism. This is great. And also, 
our top two teams doing well in Europe at this yeah. moment in time. You think there's so much to be positive about and excited about, and I think we've raised the bar. I mean, beating Lazio, uh, beating uh, Porto, you know, the, these things. I think these are, these are fantastic results for Scottish yeah. teams. Listen, wasn't that long ago? We'd be happy to beat somebody for Liechtenstein. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, we we as a, as a country we need as much mm. positivity as we possibly can. And I hope that in Sunday, the two teams play at their very best from a football side. And as you said, you're the best team. <laughs> uh, thanks to William and Cumbernauld. That's a perfect opportunity just because you were talking about Europe, the Europa League. Don't forget, if you will go to Clyde1.com, we're giving you the chance to win that stunning home entertainment system. That chance is still there for you. This is to celebrate uh, Clyde1's coverage of Celtic and Rangers in Europe. As you'll know, we've been with both sides home and away, along with Ladbrokes throughout the campaign, uh, on the show and on social media and on that website. So a stunning home entertainment system up for grabs to celebrate the coverage. Go to Clyde1.com. I think that takes us up to time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. This is the victory you really want this weekend. Don't let anyone tell you different. Beat the pundit, you against Hugh Evans or Jim Duffy for the same ball and more importantly, the bragging rights. If you want to take part tonight, 01419511025. Be quick, the lines close at seven. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Big weekend of Scottish football coming up. Premiership card tomorrow. Hit a little bit, of course, by the League Cup final on Sunday, but still some good games to look forward to. Motherwell have a sickness bug. How will that affect them for their home game against Hart? At big game, Hamilton Ackies against St Mirren at the bottom. So some good stories in the league as well Hugh Keevans uh, a bit disturbed by this motherwell outbreak here given that uh, you and I attended the Sunday Mail Sports Awards <laughs> last night in the company of the assistant manager Keith Lasley and Morris Ross I mean how dare they are you feeling okay you, they've not passed on it's not contagious brand new Great. Uh, we'll get to that a bit later on Keep your calls coming ahead of Sunday Let's get specific Let's start picking some teams Let's throw some ideas out there And see who you think should play But we'll do this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football It's Beat the Pundit time Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy Have been studying hard all day I'm sure And one of them will be taking on Gary From Paisley How are you tonight Gary? I'm very well, Gordon, how are you? Yeah, not too bad at all Listen, I won't put you in the spot and ask which you would rather Win beat the pundit or win the cup final Because I don't want your fellow Celtic fans to get angry with you When you inevitably pick beat the pundit So I'll toss the coin Heads, it's Hugh Keevans And tails, it's Jim Duffy It would help if I didn't drop it down the back of the desk Let's do it again And it's tails, Jim Duffy against Gary in Paisley So I'm going to give Jim something else to listen to Maybe hook him up with some Christmas music on Clyde 2 uh, Right Gary, here's the deal 30 seconds Head to head with Jim You can pass Here's your chance to beat the pundit Are you ready? Yeah, let's go for it Let's get stuck in Who's the captain of St Mirren? Pass How many points are Celtic on in the league? 28 What country does Kelly's Nico Hamelainen represent? Finland Which cider sponsored Rangers strips between 2013 and 14? Which cider sponsored Rangers strips between 2013 and 14? Uh, which city hosted Aberdeen's 83 European Cup Winners Cup final? Kiev. Which Scottish club is Gary Boland the manager of? Morton. Come, we'll squeeze one more in since you missed out on hearing. Which English team did Gary McAllister manage in 2008? 
Okay, let's bring Jim Duffy back. Uh, right, Jim, can you hear us? Yep. You can. Same set of questions to you. Okay. Let's get stuck in. Who is the captain of St Mirren? Uh, Steve McGinn. How many points are Celtic on in the league? Ooh, 28. What country does Kelly's Nico Hamalainen represent? Sounds Finnish. Which side are sponsored Rangers strips between 2013 and 14? Magnus. Which city hosted Aberdeen's 1983 European Cup Winners' Cup final? Which Scottish club is Gary Boland the manager of? Which English team did Gary McAllister manage in 2008? Uh, Coventry. And which team are currently top of Scottish League 2? Cove Rangers. Okay. What do you think, Gary? I think he's done me. Do you think so? Let's find out how bad the damage is. Who is St Mirren's captain? Stephen McGinn, 1-0 to Jim Duffy. Uh, how many points are Celtic on in the league? I think you both went for 28, which is weird because it's 40. So none of you are close, but you both went for 28, so it's 40. Uh, which country does Killy's Nico Hamalainen represent? I think there was an um, educated guess from both of you, but you got it right. It is Finland. Born in the USA, though, if you're interested, Hugh. No Springsteen. Uh, not quite. Um, so it's 2 1 to Jim after three questions. Which side are sponsored Rangers strips between 2013 and 14? It's Blackthorn. Uh, you're Mary Hill's only teetotaler, Jim Duffy, I think, or one of them. So there's no. Uh, you, no, no knowledge on that one You were wrong as well Gary Which city hosted Aberdeen's 1983 European Cup Winners Cup Final It was Gothenburg So Jim goes into a 3-1 lead It then became 4-1 I'm afraid Gary Cowdenbeath Has Gary Boland as the manager Gary McAllister Managed Leeds, Leeds. In oh. 2008 I knew he was at Leeds But I, 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 I wasn't sure And he was at Coventry I think with Gordon Strachan I think so I wasn't sure if he took over For a while yeah, um, which team are top of Scottish League 2? It's Cove Rangers You didn't get that g- far, Gary But it didn't matter in the end It was a 5 for Jim And only a 1 for you, Gary and Paisley Oh, comprehensive What Com- can you do? Comprehensive <laughs> Try again, Gary <laughs> Maybe your team will bounce back on Sunday That was Gary and Paisley 01419511025 To keep the calls coming Comprehensive That's a good way of describing it A professional job done I do it By <laughs> Jim Duffy oh, no, I, was, I was trying to soften it a little bit I was going for professional You, you always You just had to stick the knife into poor Gary and Paisley Lowering right? the tone yeah, As yeah, always yeah. As always Right keep those calls coming Let's start predicting teams Or looking at teams I know Jim you You touched on it earlier Because you said that Celtics Picks itself apart from Fullbacks The fullbacks um, Who did you have then Wide left Who picks itself there If Elanuzzi's fit If right. Elanuzzi's fit yep. He goes in with Forrest on the right okay. And Edward and Christie Behind him That's the four McGregor and Brown Is the two holding And then I think Frimpong um, Julian Ayer And I think Johnny Hayes So does Elanuzzi come from Being out for a couple of weeks And immediately go ahead of Of Mikey Johnson Does, does his absence not Impact that As far as you're concerned I think if he's fit And he's been training I think he'll win Because I think he's been Absolutely terrific And I think that you know, it's uh, he's, he's he's just slotted in so well. He's he's done a little bit like uh, Scott Sinclair, not not an out and out winger if you want to call it that, running past the fullback, but getting into really good goal scoring threatening positions. So for me, if he's fit, I, I think, think back play. to the semi final gym against Hibs. Mm-hmm. Now I know there's a world of difference between playing Hibs and Rangers at Hamden, but El Yanusi that night was terrific. Uh, scored goals, made goals. Uh, yeah, he'd have to play. Okay, well I'm sure we'll find out As for Rangers uh, We're waiting to see if Borna Barisic makes it Jim Duffy Didn't think it was an easy decision But he, he just about went for Ojo In that right side of midfield position Or that right sided attacking option What about Craig and Airdrie? What, what are you thinking in that area of the pitch, Craig? 
Uh, I know Jim's a teetotaler, but I think he must have touched something tonight if he's uh, <laughs> going for going for Ojo in that starting eleven. I mean, being being a Rangers fan, it's hard to to criticise your own players. But apart really from the goal against Feyenoord, and then I, the game was dead and buried against Hearts last weekend, where he won the ball off Hickey in the box. Um, you know, I appreciate Jim doesn't watch Rangers week in and week out, but he offers absolutely nothing to the team there. I know Jordan Jones has been out injured and Barker has not been playing, but you look at Greg Stewart and, and the follow-up to that point is, if you don't mind me just adding in, is, you know, all the pressure's on us on, on Sunday. It's a, a free hit for Celtic because whether you like it or not, apart from the European games, if you take the last 18 months, every time Rangers have came under pressure, the semi-final against Aberdeen, the Betfred Cup last year, lost. The replay the quarter-finals, lost. Wednesday night, everybody knew it was going to be a difficult game, lost. Um, so apart really from the European games, if you look at it, over the course of the 18, 19 months, any time that we have really been put under pressure, we were just not delivered. Uh, just with, 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 with regard to Wednesday, it, but Audrey, it, it might have draw. felt like a loss, but it was a draw, <laughs> it was actually. A draw. Yeah, yeah but, but a draw when you're, you're 2 0 up and creating chances. But it's still it's not, not a loss. loss. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a point. Um, the thing be, is, Craig, uh, you know, you, you, you said, I think at the very start, you said a free hit. I don't think there'd be there's ever a free hit when 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 Celtic and Rangers play each other and particularly in a cup final. Um I don't think there's a free hit. But listen, you know, the reason I, I mentioned Ojo, not you're right, I haven't seen I've seen a few Rangers games this year, I've seen most of the European games, um, and I've seen them in our cup of games, but only because, you know, when there's substitution to be made, it seems to be Ojo more than Greg Stewart. So I'm kind of trying to think how Stephen Gerrard, not necessarily how I would pick a team. Who I think Rangers might might put in. So, Greg Stewart is a good player, and I, and I think that um, you know, given more game time, I think he, he would be influential. Scott Arfield's the other one, but again, tried to play Scott Arfield in the first hole for him, and it didn't quite work. They were a bit narrow, and it allowed Celtic um, to express himself in the wider areas. So yeah, I mean, Scott Arfield will probably favourite to play in that position, but Ojo, as I said to me, is just one of those ones he gives him the balance in the right hand side, coming in, allowing Tavernier to play. So it's more for that. I haven't seen enough of him, and I, and I know he's. He's certainly not a favourite by many Rangers fans, um, but he's, he's, he's still young. He's still got a lot to prove, and you know there's no bigger occasion to try and prove mm. it than Sunday. I'd love to eat my words if he mm. he bangs in two goals. Um, I'll, I'd happily phone back up and say I'm I'm an idiot and I know nothing. <laughs> but um, what, for for me, sorry to take up your time here, but the other thing is I don't think he's any better than we, what, some of the Rangers youngsters that are already there now. When Patrick Roberts was at Celtic and Ryan Kent was up on loan, you can understand loan players improving. What I'm saying is, I don't think he Ojo's anything better than what we've already got, and he, he's flattered to deceive so far. Why? Why, why do you think Steven Gerrard doesn't yeah. share your view? <laughs> well, he, one, he's came from Liverpool, and uh, whether it's true or not, a lot of people, whether you're on the buses or not, think there must be some clause in his contract because generally Ojo plays. I regardless, Ojo plays. I don't think Stephen Gerrard's a man for that. Uh, he knows he's been here long enough to know. Celtic have won three trophies on his watch. If he loses a fourth trophy on his watch, then the pressure's on him. So I don't think he will select a team based on. Well, he played for Liverpool. Come on, the Reds. Does the rest of the team pick itself, Craig? Because I've noticed the the debate about the centre backs has been heightened after Wednesday night. But again, changing them going into a cup final would maybe surprise some people. How do you feel about that area of the pitch? Well, if you look at my previous calls, I've, I've asked why Goldson's not been dropped before. But 
I think, uh, and I, I was listening last night when you read out a Rangers fan who read in, I think you could drop either Hala. I would like Katic to come in. I, he puts his head in. He does go and put in a tackle. I think Golton and Holanda both think they're, they're footballers at the back, but none of the two of them like the, the physical challenge. So uh, the answer to your question, short, is I would definitely drop one of them. Which one? I don't really care because I think both of them have been, t- been pretty poor. Can you sit in the fence, Craig? Come on, you're a manager, Craig. You're a manager for Sunday. Who are you going to drop? Come on, Craig. Holanda. You're dropping Holanda. Holanda. You're putting Katic in. Yep, just for pace because if Edward's playing and Christie's coming through, I think even Jim, you would beat Holland at the back. He's, he's uh, the game now, well, now, now you're definitely, <laughs> now you're definitely speaking swaggily. Uh, just before we let you go, then Craig, the other talking point would be Borna Barisic. There are question marks over his fitness. All of a sudden, he's become a very important player for Rangers because he, he, he certainly wasn't at the start of the campaign, but he is now. Would that be a is that a major blow for you, or do you have a level of confidence in Flanagan that he can go in there and do a job? Before Wednesday night, I would have said it's a big loss, but Flanagan could probably cover. After Flanagan's performance on Wednesday night, I think if he can take a pain-killing jag or whatever, I, I think Barisic has to play. I like the, I say like it was. It was good to hear the way Stephen Gerrard put it, Hugh, because it underlined the importance of Sunday. This is not about a physio like, sort of giving you the green light. This is about a player saying, "Not only am I fit to play, yeah, but I'm aware of the magnitude and I'm fit to be right at it because this is this is massive and it's going to be a tough game." Well, I mean, Jim Duffy over the years has. Had to take a player's word for it And you You have to believe That he's telling you the truth And Barisic I, I tend to think that Foreign players In particular uh, Understand their bodies And if they feel They're putting their body at risk They won't take the risk And that would apply to Barisic He will be on that park If he knows that he's good And ready Right that was the Rangers team then With Craig and Airdrie We thank you for the call as always What about the Celtic team With Robert in Mount Vernon Hi Robert Hi, how you doing, Gordon? All right, all right, Jim. Yeah. How are you doing? Good Listen, before I go into the teams, uh, I'd like to say I know Hugh, you're probably what is. Well, my dad's big and your dad, right? But <laughs> got to say it. The guy Jack, come on, right? He's in his wee gym. I think he's dropped one of the dumbbells in his head, right? <laughs> if you think Celtic Rangers fans don't watch each other, we watch each other as, as we say, as you said. Aye. We watch it to hope they're going to beat. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. The guy Wally, come on, and say a championship team. Listen, see the section the Rangers had Rens would have won that section as far as I'm concerned, right? I think they'd have won that if they were in that group. But in saying that, Rangers have they've done brilliant. The two of them have done really well this season. Celtic and Rangers, so... And also... So let me get this straight, Robert. You're not happy with the criticism of Celtic's group, but you'll criticise Rangers' group instead. Aye, well, I, I'm not happy with that. Exactly, aye. Exactly. <laughs> that's the way. I'd listen, that's see, the way that's, it works. That's, that's okay. why... Well, I, 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 forgive me for butting in here, uh, Robert, and we'll get to your point in a second, but that's why I always laugh when people talk about uh, the coefficient table and all the rest of it. Celtic supporters absolutely hope that Rangers lose every European tie and Rangers supporters... Clearly hope That Celtic lose Every European title it's, Not interesting I've seen some fans Of the coefficient This year I would say Some You, you keep mm. throwing All these big generalisations Out there And you might be right For a lot of people I think uh, that I've got faith I think there are some uh, Out there to like see, the bigger Many picture. many years ago um, When Dundee and 80 Got to the cup final um, Under Jim McLean And um, I was at Dundee At the time And all the Dundee boys Went to a pub one night You watched the game When it was on Uh huh I don't think there's many Dundee players there wanted Dundee in 80 to 1 because you're living in the same city your biggest rivals hard enough that they were very good at the time anyway yeah. without them being European winners Right enough about that Robert what about your team this is the you've given it the big build up 
Right, can I say something? I, I, I wanted Rangers to get into the group stages, obviously. Right, I told my son that he was a Rangers fanatic. I wanted it. I wanted him in there on the Thursday night, the Sunday, the same as us. So I don't want him going any further. Now. That's fair enough. <laughs> but I've done well. <laughs> uh, but uh, the team on Sunday, Jim, Jim just exactly said exactly what I was going to say. Um, my problems with fullbacks, whether Hayes or Wally comes in, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's up to Neil Lennon, but. The rest of the team picks itself. Who's got the edge out of those two then for you, Robert? Oh, I don't know. I, I, like, Bolly or Hayes? Yeah. Um, I'd go for Hayes. What about the other side? Steady. What about the other side Fair of the park? Bauer. Well, the other side's going to be a bit of a worry because you know a young guy, he's, he's fantastic going forward and Kent's a good player, so I don't know. I'm not sure about that one. Neil Lennon, he'll know about himself that way. I don't know. I'm really not sure. Maybe, maybe go for Boyer So you're pitching, you said you're the same as Jim That means El Yunusi back if he's fit And you're sticking him straight in Oh definitely, aye, the guy's phenomenal no, I mean, and, and the guys we've got on the bench Just incredible So if the two teams turn up Celtic will win it Now Celtic play well and Rangers play Celtic will probably win the game no? but well, They better turn up the pair of them Or we've got a programme oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh Jim, the thing yeah. about El Yunusi is and If memory serves me right And it might not People are going to pick me up on it mm-hmm. When he signed People wondered about his match sharpness And did Neil Lennon not put him in straight away And it was a European game yep. So you know You get some mm. types Some some players mm. you, you ease them back in But maybe that's a sign That even though he's been out for a few weeks He is the type that Neil Lennon Would, would pitch right back in I think he's already stated this way El Yunusi And also with Frimpong That he looked at these players in training And thought wait a minute I can't leave them out uh-huh. <laughs> Particularly young Frimpong he's, he, he's, His performance levels at Training were so good that they, you know they had to find a, 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 a an opportunity to put him in the team, and I think Elanusi was similar to that. Similar when Ryan Christie went back to Rangers, they put him in straight away, you know, and um, unfortunately it backfired a little bit because he, he ended up damaging a hamstring. But when you've got really good players and you think they can impact the game and influence yeah. the game, then you get them in the team. And was, I think if Elanusi's fit, I don't, I can't see how Celtic could leave him out. It was the he made his debut against Hamilton, didn't he? Played the full game, and then it was Ren the game afterwards. So I think I think that's what I was on about. Anyway, thank you very much to Robert in Mount Vernon, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Got a good full time teaser coming up for the guys, uh-huh. uh, so we're going to test them. Um, but as we know, an important time of year coming up in many ways. Here's a question for you: not quite a teaser question, something much more serious. Do you have it in you to help save a life this Christmas? Well, every day Scotland needs four hundred and forty two people. To give blood every single day I don't know if you knew that I certainly didn't That's an amazing statistic uh, There are a number of special reasons And they really need to be full To keep hospitals stocked over this festive period So we're trying to flag it up And make a bit of a difference Glasgow Donor Centre on Nelson Mandela Place Will be open Christmas Eve Boxing Day And Hogmanay Please make time if you can During your visits to the city centre And make an appointment You could save or improve the lives Of up to three people Just by making a visit So it makes a massive difference For more information Visit Clyde1.com Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy's here, Hugh Keevens is alongside him. It's time for them to tackle tonight's full time mm-hmm. teaser. I don't know if you heard last night's, you wouldn't have, Hugh, because you had the old tucks on. You oh, were yeah. at the, the Scottish Sports Awards. Bale, honestly, so. Jim, it's like been, been out with a rock star. You should see the attention <laughs> this guy gets. One of Glasgow's most famous sons. 
I have absolutely yeah. no doubt. Even when you were left, you doing selfies, you. Yeah. yeah. Was, oh, oh, yeah. All over the place. Selfies. Just don't go. I can't imagine shooting a selfie. Yeah. Just I mean, he doesn't oh, yeah. know how to take them, but yeah. he, he participates. Um, <laughs> even when you left, people, where's Hugh Evans? We, want, we wanted more. Yeah. Um, and you said, officer, he's uh, on his way home. Officer, <laughs> available for Christmas parties. Absolutely. Yeah. and children. And um, I mean, one gentleman in particular, Craig Forsyth, was up. He was a big fan, and he was he was raging that he's never been able to get a shout out on the GBX. Oh. But he, he says he would. Say Settle for one from you Craig for <laughs> John Good Tun. man There we go That's it That's it That's the box ticked uh, On tonight's teaser though You didn't hear this last night It's similar to last night's Ian McIntosh last night Was asking for the Rangers Starting 11 The last time they played Celtic In the League Cup final mm-hmm. uh-huh. Because Mark Wilson Actually played in it So we were trying to test him To see um, if he could get the opposition So tonight you two Have got Celtic's Starting 11 From 2011 11. So the last time these met In the League Cup final It was 2011 Last night we did the Rangers starting 11 Can you give the Celtic starting 11 a go? Uh, Matt Wilson I just gave that one away didn't I? (laughs) Never thought that one through Well done That was a free hit Um, Let me think Uh, Breeder Forster Mm -hmm. Lustig Nope 11 now Scott Brown Scott Brown Mm -hmm. Uh, Stephen Presley No Uh, Jamesy Forrest No Actually oh. mm. Surprising so, one So we've got Matt Wilson Scott Brown And Fraser Forster Fraser, Fraser Forster uh, You've got no attacking player yet no. Darren O'D No Aidan Gary, Gary Hooper Yes Aidan McGeady No Okay we'll leave it there Because that's four of the eleven I think some of you will Nail this straight away on Twitter So send us a tweet at Clyde SSB If you want to take part Thank you to Ian McIntosh He sent the question in To fulltime At Clyde1.com So uh, can you name Celtic starting 11 The last time they played Rangers In the League Cup final We did the Rangers one last night They got them all They were hanging on for Morris Edu At the end and they got it Uh, We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB Debating all things football But sometimes we just like to settle arguments, Hugh. Oh, yeah. If we can. I like to start them. Uh, yeah, Jim will settle it. Robert <laughs> Hutchison says Did Jim have a pub facing the art gallery in Glasgow in the 80s? I did. Yeah. Now, that's one part of the argument settled. And was it called Overflow? No, it wasn't. Oh, sorry, Robert. I don't know if that's one you were lost to the argument. What was it called? It was called JJ's. It used to be called Bacchus before I got it, and then it was, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it's now a pizzeria. A very nice pizzeria, I have to say. Yeah, that. I can vouch for that. Well, Robert Hutchison, please tell us more. Let us know if we won <laughs> if we won you the argument there, or lost you the argument. We'll find out. That's at Clyde SSB, and on the phones it's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We are asking for your team suggestions. Kind of similar lines. We've not had anything. We've not had any curveballs, Hugh. I don't no. know if such a thing exists. I don't know what's the. What's the most real Goldson being left out for Katic That could be a curveball I, I just wonder if, if In fact Goldson uh, Has made a mistake too many Really? But I mean Stephen mm. Gerrard never drops him does no. he? Well that, the, That's the, why it's called a curveball <laughs> Cup final <laughs> Cup final I, I have to repeat He's lost uh, Three trophies on his watch Watch Celtic Get them uh, He doesn't want to lose a fourth It's a Massive day for everyone I know Everyone in green and white Everyone in blue I know that <laughs> I don't need to be told that But Stephen Gerrard I think Maybe Given cause for concern After Goldson's performance at Pataudry 
So the question should be What's the what's the most realistic curveball? I think there's a contradiction in there somewhere <laughs> yeah. But that kind of has to be what it is We're not going to see anything wild I don't imagine For instance Jim has Do you expect Steven Gerrard to have learned from the mistakes He was accused of in the first meeting this season Because that team lineup did surprise people that day yeah, again, it did surprise people. You had obviously Morelos, particularly on the bench, and Defoe playing. Um, they played a narrow midfield. Um, it's something that he felt worked the last time that um, they'd played and, and did well, but you know, it, it backfired a little bit. Listen, he, he could, he could, I see, there's a number of things. I, I think he probably will stick by with Arfield. This is just me saying about the balance of the team. I think it suits him better playing with two wingers. Two wingers, a striker, three centre midfield players. But he could add that Arfield one in who does drop a little bit and um, can give him an extra player. And it obviously scored a goal um, against um, mm-hmm. Aberdeen during the week, so his confidence will be higher. Um, but Stevens there has also said that he's had a few issues recently, that he's maybe not finding all cylinders. And I, I, again, I just think when a manager comes out and says that, it's, it's a big risk yeah. for, to, to, to start them. Right, we've got two big call, two big calls, two good calls coming up on the cup final. Uh, one from each side. Grant's a Rangers fan, Scott's a Celtic fan. We'll get the thoughts, but it is important we touch on some of the league action tomorrow because massive fixtures in their own right. Uh, Motherwell boss Stephen Robinson has big concerns about a sickness bug ahead of the clash with Hearts. Defender Peter Hartley missed the midweek win at St Mirren. And others are now suffering too. There's a bug going about, and people with high temperatures, and that's two different things. So, we've sent a few home. Um, I won't give specific names, give too much away. But there's there's four or five boys have been sent home in, in various stages this week, and we're just going to have to assess them Saturday morning because we're we're aware how infectious this is for 48 hours. And so, you know, the doctors advise people just to stay away from the ground at the moment. So, we've got four or five we're looking at and monitoring, and then we'll we'll make decisions on Saturday morning. We, we want to go on longer runs. We we've done that at periods this season. Um, and we've done it at periods last season as well where we you know we won six out of seven and five out of six. So um obviously you can do that, you build momentum. I think our, our runs have been broken by Rangers and Celtic. So, you know, we have to accept that sometimes, you know, that's uh, the level we're playing against. But you know, tomorrow we get an opportunity to make it three in a row, tough game. Um a team that'll come and be be fighting for their lives. I thought they looked terrific midweek, Motherwell. I thought James Scott's finishing was of the, the highest quality. I think they are an absolute Given that everyone's fit They are an absolute pain in the neck for Hearts Because what more can happen to Hearts um, That They've gone six weeks now They are making a three course meal Of trying to get in um, The former Barnsley manager uh, I'm not entirely sure they're going after the right man But the last thing they need to be sorted out by Motherwell tomorrow And if Motherwell are all fit Motherwell will win As you two have explained Jim Duffy Football is a cynical business mm-hmm. And people will be saying They'll be fine Hearts will mm-hmm. rock up tomorrow They'll be a full strength Motherwell team And it won't have much impact um, But you take Stephen Robinson At face value there mm-hmm. They obviously have had to send some home And well, clearly that, that could have a big impact on the match Yeah he sounded a wee bit croaky himself Stevie in an interview and, and listen that that you know, it's like any any workplace. You know, if you've got two or three players, uh, two or three people who have got flus and viruses, you know, it, it, it does drain you. And if you're a footballer, it can definitely have a major impact. But he still has a a, a, a good squad there now. I think he's got options. So even if two or three players is missed, I don't think it's any more than three. I think you you would start to ask questions, but. As long as it's only up to about three I think they've got more than enough cover He's, he's, kind, he's kind of got a replacement In most 
positions yeah. actually, doesn't he? Yeah. If you look yeah. at recent games. Yeah. As I'm saying, he's, he's got and he's got guys. He's got guy came back and uh, into the fold as well. So no, I, I don't see it being a major issue. The, the bigger problem, as you said, is the heart scenario. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they they just look as I mean they they, they scored a very late equaliser against Livingston, and I think that's actually just kept the wolves away from the door a little bit longer. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Scotts and Bermulloch. Hi, Scott. Alright guys, how you doing? Not yeah, too bad, Scott. Um, I, I just got a quick sort of put to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sunday, um, Celtic have got nothing to prove. They've won the last nine domestic trophies. They've won the last eight league championships. Um, we've had some put results over the, over the years, League Cups, semi-final at Inverness, where we should have actually got to the final that year as well. But in general, this team, the current team, has got absolutely nothing to prove. And in my opinion, all the pressures on Rangers and Steven Gerrard. The reason being, if they lose this, two, lose the cup final, and also lose the game at the, the, the end of the month, the pressure then heaps on them. Winning the first trophy in, the, in your first season or, or the first trophy of the season is really big, and you can kick on with things. Um, I remember when we'd done it under Ronnie, it was a big help. Also under uh, under Brendan Rodgers as well, another big big lift. You've got something in the cabinet, something to show for it. Whereas if Rangers go into it with nothing, I think it heaps a lot more pressure on them. Plus, we hopefully can strengthen in the win- winter break. I don't know whether Rangers have got any money to do that now because they've played their card in Ryan Jack, is, er, sorry, Ryan Kent, I think. Um, and we could maybe strengthen, get a striker in and maybe, maybe another defender. Scott, would you accept that there is another scenario whereby Rangers win the cup and win it at Celtic Park? That's not my point All I'm saying is I'm just saying I'm was, I was sort of making a, a point of view That we don't Celtic as a team Don't have anything to prove Well uh, I, I, You know the, the, the phrase Anything to prove It's not about Proving anything on Sunday When you're at Celtic And it's a cup final You are expected To win And against Rangers uh, A team that you've dominated Of late you are expected to win You have to live up to that It's a pressure on its own No Celtic player And certainly not Neil Lennon None of them are going to Hamden thinking ah, mm. You know, if we win, good But if we don't, ah, it doesn't matter Scott, the word prove I, I don't really know if I can oh, I'm not trying to change your mind On that one But would you not accept a, a Rangers victory? Could you not put the case forward to say that that's a sign? Maybe a small sign Maybe a big sign Depends on which team you support probably The Celtic's domestic dominance is now under threat Though is that Is that not a possibility? Well the only average you say is at one point you're going to lose a game That's true No I mean you're not going to go a game against Celtic or Rangers Both teams are are not going to go forever Not win a game All I'm saying is right now Celtic are By a By Well not by a mile But They are by a distance They're the best team in Scotland Over the last Eight seasons Because they've won Eight championships in the trot But it's so not the last Eight really seasons through. though On Sunday It's not about the last Eight seasons It's about Sunday Yeah but he, Scott's talking about The bigger picture In the sense that he, he doesn't believe That that Adds pressure to Celtic In fact he thinks That there, there is no pressure On Celtic as but a result Neil, Neil Lennon said A very interesting thing When you played his uh, Clip earlier on I, I actually wrote it down Because I thought Oh there's a right good quote uh, when he said that a win would tick a box Boxer in my win. career yeah. Now, that's a big Neil Lennon has uh, is a Celtic icon And has been for 20 years He has managed the club twice Only one man in history had done that before Billy McNeil And 
he knows what everything means to the Celtic supporters because he had 20 years of it. And for him to say, this would tick a box in my career, he wants it and he wants it badly, clearly. And of course, Stephen Gerrard wants it and wants it badly. But Neil Lennon is not going there thinking, we've got nothing to prove. He's going there wanting to tick that box in his career. What do you think, Jim? Because there are two clearly laid out arguments here. The one that Scott says, Celtic have won everything recently. Mm -hmm. They will lose one eventually. Mm -hmm. So if it this Sunday, fine. There's the other one though, which says the more trophies you win, the more the bar gets raised, your expectation levels get higher and the fallout the first time you don't win one can be... Massive Which one yeah. are you expecting Yeah well I think also The more pressure If you won The more pressure It puts on your rivals Because there's another Trophy gone You know that's another one You know that you can't win And that only leaves you Two So and I think That every time you go Into a competition Then that, that cranks up The pressure Of winning And every time you get Close to it People will bring this Argument back up again Well you didn't win it You had your chance So From Celtic's point of view I think there is If If you can be um, a little bit more relaxed in this scenario. I think Celtic. I think this is the one. Be, yeah, because they have won all these trophies. It is not the most important thing. But as you said, we, we Neil Lennon knowing you know to win ten trophies on the bounce is uh, mm-hmm. just exceptional. Um, I, I don't know if it is unique, but it's certainly it's certainly very very rare. Thanks to Scott and Bermulloch. Let's go straight on and speak to Grant and Torrance. Hi, Grant. Hi. Good evening, lads. No, it was just um, the other night there. There was a lad on. I think it was uh, was it John or Tom from Maryhill. Uh, I, I must disagree with this lad. Uh, we talking about um, Rangers need in January and maybe get in two cent and a half. As far as I'm concerned, that this has been a car crash waiting to happen with with Golson and Helander. See, um, see Cartage and Edinson. They're far superior players. Now, listen, I love Stevie G, everything he does for the club, but I'm afraid he shuffled the pack in the midfield, shuffled the pack up top, but he's never done it at the back, right? And he said he had he had four centre-halves there. Now, I think it was time um, he'd done it, but do you know what? I think Sunday could be a big shout to do it. Um, I just want to... Get your take on it And I think The guy As I say I think it was John I think it was John Tam. I remember it Yeah John and Mary John or Tam Mary Hill John, yeah. I don't know I, 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 I think I'm, he's a wee bit confused I think I don't know Jim would know better than, than me But I'd be wary of changing Both central defenders For a cup final Yeah I mean again It's, it's very very rare That someone would do that um, And again You've got to be careful As a manager The message you send out I remember well, he'll remember, he's, he's old enough to remember when Jim Layton was left out of the Manchester United team. Yeah, against and, Crystal Palace. And I yeah. don't think he ever spoke to Fergie again, never <laughs> met anything else. And he was a huge player for, for Fergie in the Aberdeen era. And stuff. Now, I know that's going back decades, but the point I'm trying to make here is that if he does leave it, Conor Golson, and he, he puts in Katic or, or, or Edmondson, but more likely Katic, you know, as he, as he saying to Conor Go- uh, Golson, listen, well, listen, you, you've got to prove to me that if we get to another cup final, you've got to be in the team. As he sending that message out, and is Conor Golson strong enough, and if you want to call it, grown up enough to say accept that, or does he lose the player and saying, so wait a minute, I've, I've played mm. every game here this season, I've had the odd wee dip here and there, and I'm left with the mm. biggest game of the season. So there's a there's a man management job here if 
if he does go down that road and only Stephen Gerrard he, he knows his players better than anybody so I can't say how that because I don't know the guys personally Stephen Gerrard does Explain this situation with George Edmondson Grant because you're not alone we get a lot of Rangers fans on here and I see them on social media saying they really rate the guy they want to see him given more of a chance George Edmondson has played six times for Rangers this season two of them were in July what is it about the, those brief appearances that makes you think he could cut it and ultimately why is he not played more then if he's if he's so good Remember he was on Against Livingston Ibrox No and they just looked So comfortable On the ball um, I mean he's His nickname I think Is a fridge At Ibrox right Because he's solid um, He doesn't take Any prisoners Like Katic And I just think Golson Is too Mamby pamby To be honest with you Helander Can read the game well But seeing he's running I feel as though His laces are tied together Honestly I, I mean he just cannot it, 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 you see the elbows going and whatever. Listen, I, I, whoever plays centre half for Rangers um, on Sunday, all the best to them. But I just feel as though Stevie G missed a wee trick a few games back there, maybe shuffling the pack at the back and putting the two of them in and see where they go for there. Um, and, and don't get me wrong, it's a big shout he made mm-hmm. Sunday, and I know he won't do it. I know he won't do it. But I've been crying out that. This has been a car crash waiting for the last, say, six weeks, seven weeks. We've, we've rode it pretty well. Um, McGregor's bloody come in and helped us out big time. Um, and, I, and I just feel the boy Edmondson, honestly, I think he's got an educated left foot. He can read the game brilliantly. And Katic also. Katic is a winner, right? Compared to Golson, when Katic goes to head of the ball, he goes through the ball, goes through the man, and leaves him lying there. Golson can't even head of the ball, and and I'm, I, honestly, I'm I'm afraid my my time's out and Golson. No, I'm. You told us that you you love Stephen Gerrard. He's a pretty poor manager Because you don't agree With anything he does You are allowed to have Your disagreements you. That's, I think just in the interest Of accuracy I think it was the Hamilton game That Edmondson uh, Started in, at Ibrox It wasn't Livingston But nevertheless the, the the point still stands Thank you very much To Grant and Torrance Quickly on the teaser anymore On Celtic you, starting 11 The last time they played Rangers in a League Cup final I've got 8 names Written oh, wow. down I'm going to go through The 8 quickly Quickly Joel Edley Yes Adam Matthews No Charlie Mulgrew Yes Stephen McManus No Victor Wanyama No Georgie Samaras Yes Sean Maloney No Ah And the last one Key Sung Young No Oh well I made a get Chris there Chris Commons Yes Oh We'll leave it there Because you've only got three to get We'll get them next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy and Hugh Keevans are here They're tackling tonight's full-time teaser It's a topical one from Ian Who last night we asked Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel Can you come up with the Rangers starting 11 The last time they played Celtic in the League Cup final It was 2011 So we flipped it on its head tonight Can you name the Celtic starting 11 from the same game You're going pretty well You've got Fraser Forster, Mark Wilson Charlie Mulgrew, Scott Brown, Joe Ledley Chris Commons Georgia Samaras And Gary Hooper Let me just check Twitter Because lots of people out there Are absolutely nailing this Kieran has got Every one of them I think I believe he'd just Google it uh, Nah they wouldn't do that <laughs> Full of integrity Jay is also on Jay's a Rangers fan And has got it Sean Devine 
has thrown some good answers in as well So there's a good standard well, out there Have you two we're, got we're any three, more? We're three short We've got four names to offer you mm-hmm. Beram Kyle Yep Well done Emilio Izagiri Wow Flying This could be the earliest Hugh Keevans has mm-hmm. ever finished the teaser Gary Caldwell Maybe not <laughs> Daniel Mastorovic mm, No Oh, oh you're getting cold. I can't think Listen, you're the centre back. St- still time to get it. Don't worry about that. Uh, what else have we got coming in on Twitter? Let me just check. Clyde SSB. Uh, Joe McCabe says to the guy referring to Edmondson as the fridge because he's solid. Are you sure it's not because he's called that for being left out in the cold because he's honking? Boom, boom. Says Joe. Are we joking on Friday night? I don't mean that. If you've got any other football related pieces of humour, <laughs> we will have them. Uh, what about the rest of tomorrow's league fixtures in terms of importance? Yeah. Um, Hamilton. Not, not my Mirren. place to say, but I was going to suggest, yeah, Hamilton and St Mirren at the bottom, Jim. How big? Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, Hamilton will be absolutely gutted at um, losing that extra time or extra time, injury time, sorry. Um, Late uh, goal to Scott Brown after getting that, that 90th minute, they were probably just overexcited and thinking, right, the whistle's going to go and what a result. So, I mean, Brian will be delighted with the performance, but it, it probably will still be just be sticking in their throats a little bit. What a chance they had to have uh, an outstanding result. But St Mirren, you know, losing 3 nothing to, to Motherwell at home, and Jim just can't quite seem to find the formula. The, a couple of times you look as if they're getting somewhere and then they just have a setback. So, listen, a big match for both of them. Uh, a tough one to call. I think. I think Hamilton at Hamilton. I'd probably think uh, maybe just but sneak it there. A defensive concern. Uh, sorry, Hugh. Just on that, the defensive concerns for Saint Mirren. Gary McKenzie limping off the other night. Yeah. Kurt Broadfoot already out. Too yeah. soon for both of them. Looks like Paul McGinn will have to continue in yeah. one at centre back. So when you're on a difficult run, you're kind of hoping that all your players are available. It's salt into the wind stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think uh, you know the the, the base. Any you know kind of points I've got this season on the defensive structure. I mean that that's fine. You know, there's absolutely no no problem with that. But when that defensive structure starts to break up, then you know you're looking at two what you doing at the other end. end. Yeah. yeah. So listen, he's 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 got a, a gamble to do, Jim. Does he just think well? Listen, the best mode of defence is to attack and maybe just change it and just let them off the leash a little bit, or does he try and just stick to what they've been doing over the last couple of months and just being very compact and disciplined? And hope that they can they can come away with the three points. But I, I I just say I just fancy Hamill might just see it. And then there's the fascination of managerial life. Mm-hmm. Jack Ross comes in, wins his first two games as head manager. Who's a clever boy then? Mm-hmm. Then he's two up against Kilmarnock in his third game, mm-hmm. and it's drawn two two at Easter Road. And then he goes to the Highlands mm-hmm. to Dingwall, and they go up, mm-hmm. and they lose two one. And tomorrow he's got Aberdeen at Easter Road. Big day for Jack Ross. Aberdeen will go there. Full of self-belief After their result Against Rangers So is it St Johnston And Ross County They get the rest If you like Because their fixtures Have been moved Due to this League Cup final On Sunday What about the Championship Hugh How long has it been Since we had a happy Partick Thistle fan on At 5 o'clock on a Saturday Yeah well There's no doubt That after the 5 goal Mauling it In Fairman uh, Ian McCall Needs a decent result Tomorrow Uh, you, You know We're getting Well into the season Now and we always go on about the January transfer window And they do need players, Patrick Thistle The squad, as it stands at the moment Will only have Ian McCall in trouble He needs uh, an influx of new players They're away the Queen of South, is that right? Yep. I think, I mean, I'm not sure if they're, they're right at the bottom But I think maybe the last three seasons at Christmas Thistle might well have been the bottom of the league the, the, Initially it was the Premier League And then they get relegated And last year they were struggling badly oh. and At least if they weren't at the bottom Near the bottom And this year the same again 
you know, you can't keep doing that and then hoping to scrape your way out further down the line after the January transfer window because other teams might um, strengthen as well. But they've got. It. I think. I think. Don't get me wrong. I think. I think Ian McCall will sign half a dozen players uh, uh, in January because I don't think he can hang around hoping that the boys no. that are there are going to find for him because there'll just be no sign of yeah. it really on a regular basis. Uh, okay, full time at Clyde1.com. That's the address you need if you want to hear your question used on the show in the future. Please send them in. Full time at Clyde1.com. That's what Ian McIntosh did tonight. And after asking for the Rangers starting 11 on Thursday's show, tonight he wants the Celtic starting 11 the last time they played Rangers in a League Cup final. You've got all but one. You've got Fraser Forster. Let's go through the team. You've got Mark Wilson, Charlie Mulgrew, Emilio Izagiri, Scott Brown, Joe Ledley. Beram Kayal, Chris Commons, Giorgio Samaras, and Gary Hooper, which means you're one short. Is this a defender beside Charlie Mulgrew? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Definitely a defender, but I just can't. Okay. Um, is he is he he's certainly no Scottish could but went through McMahon as Presley Caldwell. So he can't be Scottish, he's got to be continental. Okay, I'll give you that, since we've got about a minute of the show left. Uh, right, you need to give us another clue then. <laughs> because I can't think of are you going to give us initials or something? Yeah, probably. I was just mm. I was just trying to give you a bit more time. I I, I, I can. I just know it's a centre back, but I, I think we went through as many as. He's I can one of these guys. I feel like he comes up in the teaser quite a lot, and there just must be something forgettable about his Celtic career. I just don't think it was long enough mm. for people to remember it amongst mm. some of the names that you've mentioned. I think if I give you his nationality, you'll get it. Go on then. He was Norwegian. Is Norwegian? <sighs> Norwegian. R- um, yes, I thought you were about to say R- there. Ronnie or something like that. something like that. Okay, Thomas Ronnie. Thomas, Thomas Ronnie. Ronnie. Well Thomas done. Ronnie. You got there in the end. Thank you, Jim Duffy and Hugh Kevens. We're back at two o'clock tomorrow, keeping you up to speed on the Premiership fixtures. We've also got our Cash for Kids sports auction as well. It's one of the highlights of the year on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Some money can't buy prizes and some vital, vital funds raised for children who really need it the most right here on our doorstep. So please join us on the Cash for Kids sports auction. And we've got some good football as well. Then it's on to Sunday. Looking forward to it. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.